Welcome to Gamer's Ledge Podcast, the weekly podcast about video games with news, reviews, analysis, and opinion. Keeping you up to date on how to wisely spend your money for video games, movies, RPGs, comics, books, and more for over 16 years. Find us online at gamersledge.com. And now, your hosts. Hello and welcome to Gamer's Ledge Podcast. Come on in. Please feel free to sit down, have yourself a refreshing half glass of fat-free organic milk in a butterfly glass with sparkles. Because this is apparently what happens when I need to do dishes. Sit down and relax. Welcome to Gamer's Ledge Podcast. This is a conversation between friends. It is a look at what it means to be a hardcore gamer discussing the video gaming industry. With me this week on our panel is Neo Sapien. Hey. And Burgundy. Hi. And Turo or Toot Monkey. Yay, I really thought you were going to say Princess Leia. <laughs> <laughs> I probably stick with the with the Chun-Li buns. Oh, okay. Yeah, so. Uh, respectively, Matt, Dave, and Turo, I am Mark, your host. Uh, this podcast airs every Wednesday live. Uh, usually goes up on Thursday onto YouTube and GamersLedge.com. We are meeting across Google Hangouts. This is a fan-supported and listener-supported podcast by fans just like you. Uh, please do like us, rate us, subscribe to us, watch us on YouTube and Twitch.tv, write in to GamersLedge, uh, both at GamersLedge.com, or check us out on uh, Geek Chat and let us know what you like, questions you have, or topics you'd like us to discuss. Let's start by doing a very abbreviated round-the-room of what we've been playing this week, starting with TubeMonkey. Okay, not so much Marvel Puzzle Quest, Clash of Clans, Watch Dogs, uh, not so much Raymond Legends, because, you know, I beat it, Uh, 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 Child of Light, I was trying to beat Child of Light up until uh, Watch Dogs came out, but lo and behold, I I didn't, yay, well, (laughs) wow, what a big surprise, another game not beaten when another game has come out. Uh, I had enough money to buy uh, my Appleton 12-year, oh, God. So, yay, on that one, we're going to be drinking tonight. Bing. Okay, that's it. Go. All right. Uh, Dave. Puzzle Quest, Luminez, Watch Dogs, and Transistor. Great. Whoa, headphones. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he has joined us in the... Oh, no. That's awesome. It was like, actually... Radius... Era. Uh, this is the thing that it was kind of accidental. Um, how actually how did it happen? I um. Those are the Sony's, aren't they? No, these are the 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 streets. Oh, those look very much like the the new Sony ones for the PS4. Very yeah, they're, very similar. They're they're blue and have the streets logos. They were a a giant sale on Amazon at one point. Nice. I got them for like seventy five percent off, and they sound actually pretty good. So. But um, you know, it was an accident the other week. I think I wanted to like listen to something, so I switched headphones after the podcast, and Neo was and I were still talking, and he turned around and said, "You sound really good on these headphones. <laughs> I should probably be using the ones that you know cost a bit of money, and not Man, the I... freebies that are packed in with a phone from five years ago." Ah, <sighs> so now I'm the only one that sounds Dinner's like. Ready. Yeah, yeah, food's done. Yeah, that's what I get for using the mic on the Mac that you can hear everything. There's your mac and cheese. 
Uh, <laughs> no, that was last night. That was good. Uh, Neil, what do you mean? Nothing. Nothing. It's easy. Nothing. Uh, little bit of Tiny Death Star. That's it. That's all I've played this week. And I have been playing uh, Marvel Puzzle Quest, a uh, little bit of Transistor, a little bit of Child of Light. I've been playing that new golf game that's out. You guys heard of it? Golf it's game? Called it, yeah. Golf? Yeah, Is it's it called quite, Golf 2014? Uh, it, it's just called Golf. It's made by a Scottish developer, apparently. I think it came out About several years, years ago. Back. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> So I've been playing that, and I'm playing that tomorrow too. That's why I got to leave early in the morning. So and more uh, but more importantly, this week launched Watch Dogs. We have a couple reader questions about uh, Watch Dogs, um, and I have quite a bit to say about it because I'm in the process of doing my video review for it. Uh, but I know Dave, you have it. Turo, you you have it as well. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Good. Uh, we're going to talk extensively about it because the name of this episode of our podcast today is uh, Gamer's Ledge Podcast Season 2, Episode 54, Haters Gonna Hate, But Watch Dogs is Still Great. <laughs> because if you look online, uh, there is an enormous outpouring of hatred for Watch Dogs, and I swear it's written by people who have not actually played the game oh, at geez. all. There's been an epidemic of that right now. Yeah, Metacritic, uh, Metacritic reviews are sitting at 54% for Watch Dogs. Damn. Holy crap. I wouldn't put it that low. That's, I mean, user, that's user reviews, not you know, actual sites that are doing you know, the actual journalism are giving it 8 to 9 out of 10. So it's got a pretty high... Pretty high. Actually, 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 the Metacritic scores, are they all just on the next-gen systems, or are they also... Because this game is available for PS3, Xbox 360, and Correct. Xbox One, and PS4. And PC. And whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Remember that whole journalistic thing? You know, I'm just saying. <laughs> um, oh, I thought we were just, you know, a bunch of fanboys. Sorry. <laughs> but yes, so there are... Uh, it's out on multiple platforms, but the way Metacritic works is if you go to the 360 page, then you're going to say 360 reviews. Right. Okay. Gotcha. Um, so... The first question that we have about Watch Dogs are some easy stuff. Uh, comes from Sacred W off Geek Chat. She asks, uh, "Hi guys, my brother just bought uh, Watch Dogs, but I was curious to know what kind of a game it is. Is it free roaming, open world, and is there a character creator so I can make a female character?" Uh, short answer: Yes, it is a free open world. You can play the game pretty much however you want. Um, however, there is no character creator, and you are stuck as a mid-40s, I'm going to say, guy. Uh, and there's not much you can do about that. Um, the, the thing I want to concentrate on for a second is you can play the game however you like. So Burgundy, for example, I know he's just going to eavesdrop on people all day and look through their windows. Okay, that's not going to look through their windows. I was just kind of like people walking around on the street. There's a picture I posted up on Facebook of a screenshot of somebody I found that just got diagnosed with herpes. <laughs> I really thought that was funny. So this game knows how to hook me from the start, that's for sure. <laughs> Turo, what about you? Uh, how long have you played it? Because I, um, I know Dave's only just started playing it. Um, whenever I got it, I, was gonna, I told myself just to play an hour, and I must have put in three to four hours. Somewhere around there. 
And then today has been just, I went to work and then did a bunch of stuff, so I haven't had a chance to play it again. Um, but I, I've been running around the whole town or the little area at the very beginning like crazy. And it is so much fun just uh, seeing, oh, what is it? Whenever there's a crime, I try to go to it every single time. I'm, I'm hacking phones, stealing people's money, and at the same time, I'm like, ah, I have to get, I have to fix this crime. And every time that I find a crime, I'm hiding behind a mailbox thinking, God, please don't see me. And then it says, crime averted, you were seen. But it is hard whenever you're like hiding behind a mailbox like this. So I had that problem yeah. too in the beginning, and mm. I figured out what you have to do is the cameras are everywhere. You have to stay about a, probably half a block away and use the cameras to monitor the suspects. Yeah, but sometimes the crime is instant. As soon as it says intercept, the guy shoots the guy that I was supposed to yeah, protect. Yeah, that's what just happened to me. Yeah, but and you don't get. How are points, you supposed to? You don't yeah. get points taken away for that. You just don't get extra points for them being okay. I want those extra points. That's not the point. Some of them are really quick, and some of them take a while. And then the guy who shot the guy is running away, and I go, "Oh, I'll shoot his knees or legs." Yes. No, I shoot his knees or legs, and he's like, "Ow!" He starts running again, and then starts shooting me, and then I go. Well, that's because you have a sucky gun right now. Oh. Eventually, you will be able to take them down very easily. Is there like a stun bullet gun? Uh, there, there is not, but there is a shoot much harder and kill you or blow out <laughs> your knee, blow out okay. your kneecaps. You know, whatever the case may be. Okay, I want that gun. And yeah, I have a problem with that whole stopping crime thing gameplay because, like, you know, like I went there like on the first one. Of course, I messed it up, and it's just like. You were seeing the crime's not going to happen now. You know, he's walking away. You don't get anything. And I'm like, what are you talking about? I totally just stopped the crime. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's, uh, that's a neat way of seeing it. <laughs> like, if anything, I just I, I, I would think that's perfect. I, I, share, I share your enthusiasm for that, yes, but that's not how the game grades you. <laughs> it's like no one got hurt. <laughs> no one got robbed. No one got killed. No one never... actually committed a crime and has ruined their lives. Yeah, I know. No reward. Good uh, job for saving the people. So, so there are a couple points about Watch Dogs that I wanted to tackle, and I wrote them all down so that I remember all of them. So the game is really being blasted about its graphics. I have sat there, and I have recorded more footage from my video review of the sun shining through the L train tracks as I'm walking down the street and also reflecting off the Sears Tower. Just the... The game is inherently pretty. I'm sorry. I think it's very, very good graphics. It is, but compared to other things, like other games that I've played, the realistic uh, aspect of graphics, it's the character models, not so much the lighting. The lighting is amazing, but it's the character models that have I've seen in previous trailers or demos that are incredibly much, like way better than the actual gameplay. Whenever I saw a cutscene between um, your main character and his sister, it was ugly. But again, the lighting is amazing throughout the game. But yeah, I, I've seen some other things like um, like the whole like th there's no reflections at all in the game. Uh, mm. I don't know if you noticed that. That kind of that kind of sucks. And I don't, I'm not sure about that actually, because when it's wet, when it's raining at night, I'm pretty sure there are some reflections in the water. All right, I haven't seen that yet. 
But uh, I, I saw some things on I saw some things online. I saw like I was in the apartment, and I'm wandering around, and I do the thing where like you know I check every square inch of every area I'm in, um, and that's why I never finish games because I'm OCD like that. And I walked into the bathroom, and there's a bathroom mirror there, and there's just nothing. You know, you you walk in front of it, nothing happens. So. The guy's a vampire, obviously. So <laughs> have that figured out. Wow, spoilers! Jeez and rice. Just tell the ending. They didn't say anything about it. I'm just like they're they're just throwing this one a mile away. I think it's I've the vampire. It it's the vampire version of Assassin's Creed's uh, <coughs> generation, but timeline. I think that's what it's. I think that's the ending. I mean, clearly. I mean, they telegraphed that one really bad. But, um, okay, let's get back to graphics. Yes. Well, hold on a second. They did show one online that I actually thought was funny. Um, they had a, uh, they had like a, like a set of windows that somebody was in front of, and in the windows you saw a reflection of like a street behind them, and then the next scene was the person turned around and saw what was really behind them, and it was basically like a chain link fence in an alleyway. <laughs> so, so there is reflections of just something completely different. <laughs> so you're just seeing into a different world, Assassin's Creed. Yeah, yeah it's very so. possible. Actually, there has been a report of a uh, a section of the game where a, a boy is playing Assassin's Creed in the game. Oh, that's funny. So I thought that was funny too. So you're playing um, a memory of Assassin's in fact, Creed. In fact, I actually found a, an Easter egg. Uh, there are newsstands around the city, and I found a newsstand that had one of the uh, rabbits, the... Raving rabbits. It's nice. their kids. But anyways, you can hack it and make it go off, and everybody's like, "That thing is just creepy." <laughs> <laughs> um, so that's the first thing. Second thing I wanted to stress: collectibles. Oh my god, they have Pokemon everything in this game, and that's a good thing for me. Uh, you collect vehicles by getting into them. Yep. So in other words, if you don't have that that uh, flatbed truck, just get into it, and then it's added to your collection. I've you started stealing from, everything. You can get them from people's uh, phones, too. Yes, you can. By yes, hacking can. phones. But it's so much better just finding, going in an alleyway. I went into a cemetery, of all places, and I found this uh, Lamborghini-esque version of their car. Uh, I haven't seen any other ones. I just got in it, unlocked it, oh, okay, and then got out and just started doing my own little mission that I had. But it is cool. I, I've been doing that to all of them, and I haven't. Uh, the skill tree is really, really different. giant. Yeah, it's yeah. giant sized. At so, first, I was really annoyed with that, and then the, one of the first ones I found was get into any car without anything happening, and I was like, I like this game. Yeah, <laughs> I still do not have that unlocked. I started unlocking everything that they first. Dude, showed it takes me on the first one branch. point. Why didn't you do that right away? Because so, the first branch they showed you was the the uh, the person or your your guy stuff fighting. Uh, <laughs> your guy stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> fighting area. And then after I just wasted all my points there, I was like, oh, there's other branches. Crap. <laughs> oh no, I spent all my money in my man cave. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what happened. So I'm still, every time I get into a car, it's, hey, I'm going to call the cops. And I go, whatever, I'm just going to accidentally run you over. <laughs> so let me let me quickly... Wow, this is working really fast. <laughs> spoil a couple... <laughs> let me uh, not spoil a couple things, but tell you about some of the future things that you will run into. Um, as we know that there are different nodes that control different aspects of the city. 
So you have to hack the main CTOS area in order to establish your control over that region. Mm -hmm. Within that, there are towers that you can hack that unlock extra side missions and new types of quests as well. I found two towers. That's yes, it. Uh, right, because it's Lord of the Rings, right? Uh, uh, no, there's more. That's all I got. Okay, Get so lots of... Uh, there's lots of uh, uh, different things to do. There are a ton of collectibles for all of it. If you look at the skill trees, they are nuts. There's literally about, uh, I want to say, right about 12 different mission types. And to get most of the trophies, you have to finish all of them. So this is going to be a long-haul kind of game, not a short-haul kind of game to get the platinum for it. Um, that also brings us into my next point, which is the living city. Anyone who thought Grand Theft Auto V had a great living city, this blows it out of the water. The people talk to each other. They walk about carrying on about their daily lives, making phone calls. Just to give you an idea, I happened to find a female that was in an illicit profession, let's put it that way, and I decided to trail her because I was going to see if I was going to GTA her or not. And so I walked around and I was like, well... I could kill her because they don't have souls anyways. But then I thought, mm, maybe I won't. And she stopped at a trash can, pulled out a handkerchief out of her purse, and blew her nose. Then she walked over to a homeless person and gave that person money and then continued on her way down the street. And I sat there and I was like, nobody does anything like that in GTA V. That is a huge difference. Uh, the game really is alive. I pulled uh, a firefighter out of his fire truck because I needed the fire truck for my collection, and my needs are more important than public safety. Obviously. So I, yeah, so I pulled him out, and he started to dial 911, and I got out of the truck to, to get the phone away from him. He saw me coming out of the truck and started to run the other direction directly into traffic where he was hit and killed by a... <laughs> <laughs> okay, so maybe the so AI my... is awesome, but not <laughs> well, awesome. I mean, awesome. which is the bigger threat, me with a gun or, you know? Oncoming traffic? Uh, well, he didn't see it. He was running away from me and ran blindly into traffic. It was, actually, it was actually hilarious. So, I mean, it's little moments when you stop in the game and see that type of stuff that's, that's really, I think it's, it's that next evolution. It, it is neat, because I was just driving along, and I saw an ambulance starting to go by the other direction. And in my head, I go, oh, I better slow down. And then I realize, no, I'm in the game. Uh, why am I doing that? It, it was, it was kind of, I don't know. It was different. That part was the surprising, whoa, there's, a, there's stuff happening <laughs> outside of me playing the game. That was where uh, it surprised me. Uh, the fourth thing that fourth point that I want to make up is engagement, and I think Dave is a good one to talk about this. He just started the game. Dave, how are you engaged with the game already? Um, I gotta admit it, it hooked me a little bit more than I thought it would, because I was kind of like iffy going into it to pick it up. Like I had it on pre-order, um, I didn't get a chance to pick it up until today. Um, so and I was hearing all the negative stuff online, and I saw some of the graphic stuff, and I'm like, alright, this game, you know, big pile of hurt, so, like, maybe I'm not going to like it at all. And I talked to you guys, and you said, no, no, it's fun, give it a chance. So I'm like, alright. So I figured, what the hell, I got some gift certificates anyway. So I picked it up, jumped in, 
was like, you know, first getting annoyed at the loading time because it took so long, and I was just like, oh, what am I, I'm wasting money again, you know, could I got anything else, but then started actually playing it, and I got really hooked by the opening sequence, I love the way they did the storytelling, the style, I love what they did with the storytelling. Oh, that yeah. was so, and it took, what was it, two seconds of the whole, uh, not spoilers or anything, because it's going to be at the very beginning, uh, the whole car accident, two seconds of that, and you knew exactly yeah. where his mindset what, or yeah. was. It was awesome. And I liked even, like, the style of how they do it, like, the, the whole, oh, like, you know. Glitchy? Yeah, the whole, like, you know, glitchy style and everything like that is, like, mm-hmm. part of memory, because, like, you know, that's, you know, it's the way this guy kind of thinks, because he's, like, you know, and he's... It's kind of like a more current day. It reminds me of like more current day cyberpunk. So I kind of like that, um, the way they're running with it. I like the way they tell it. I like um, the voice acting so far is is really good. Um, yeah, I mean, it just seems like it. It just seems good. You know, once you start playing the game, you start doing little, you know, the little hacking things and everything. I mean, it's really super simplistic. It's not like you're, you know, it's it's hacking basically like you're. It's you're you know, a wizard. Yeah, exactly. Like somebody's picking up somebody else's phone and, you know, types of Facebook status. I'm like, oh my god, I was hacked. No, somebody picked up your phone. And that's the way this game works. But it's fine. I mean, because really, it's not fun to sit there and do hacking the real way in games. So, you know, it's the only thing they could do. I wish it was that easy. I would have so many less money problems if it was just... (laughs) Cell phone! Hack! Oh, I got $200 here. Yeah. Oh, yeah, well, I've, I've boosted mine, so the least I get is $2,000 now. So. Oh, that's so terrible. Uh, yeah, it is, yeah. yeah. Uh, the, 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 there, there were a lot of detractors of the story on GameFAQs. Um, that's one of the places I had started looking for a little help on a couple things. And a lot of uh, the threads say, you know, it's a dumb story. It, it's another revenge story. And I, I agree that it puts you in his mindset, and I really think Aiden is kind of a one-dimensional character, sadly. Um, there are a lot of people who said, hey, he's a loser, he's like got to be in his 40s, he lives in a freaking shipping crate half the time, or you know, a seedy motel. And he, I think one of the most interesting things that I saw was, you know, this guy and this is not spoilers, this is in the first three seconds of the game, this guy got his niece killed. And yes, he feels responsible for it, but couldn't he honor her memory by actually living a good life and having, you know, love in his life and and actually, you know, have a good job and have friends and make the best of his life? No. And I stopped and thought about that, and it's, actually I think it's a valid point. <laughs> because... You know, he took the selfish path. Now, that's what most people would do, is take the selfish path. I have to get revenge. I have to protect them, etc. But, I, I don't know. It, it was kind of an interesting... Yeah, it was kind of an interesting thought uh, that maybe he could have honored, honored his niece a different way. Um, yeah, but, but you know something? You know something? That would make a really boring video game. Bro, it, it's, called, it's called The Sims. Okay, you see, if they, yeah, if, they, if they released that game, if they released Watch Dogs, and the whole thing you did in that game was, like, you know, buy people flowers. And watch and like, No, it would be like, him you know, doing IT work the entire yeah. time. Be like, well, and then have a picture of his niece. Next yes. Be like, so like one-third oh, of the game. Is, 
<laughs> one third of the game is doing like you know charts for presentations, you know, for your next budget <laughs> meeting, and then one third of the game is like you know buying flowers for your aunt Sammy, and then the other third of the game is doing community gardens. I think people would trash that game. No, no, no. A third of the then, game has to be him sitting at his kitchen table watching the dogs outside. It's too literal, dude. That's not funny. <laughs> <laughs> your face is too literal. Yeah, All right. No. Uh, the the other thing I want, wanted to point out, uh, online does not work yet for almost anything. Uh, so you, the the interest. I couldn't thing, even sign up right away. That was annoying. Yeah. Like you gave me an issue. Where, like I tried to sign up and I tried to use your PSN name. Yeah. As your account sign up and it it, it didn't work. And then I tried it a second time and it said like this name's already taken. I'm like no, I don't think so. I think you just didn't let me have it. So I put in something else. And it did the same thing, but then, like, the third time it let me in. That feels a little bit like Battlefield 4. Come on, man. Yeah, well, I mean, it is launch day, and there are quite a few people who bought the game. So, I, I mean, that's... that's not launch day. It's happen. two days after launch day. It's a day after launch day. This stuff should be figured out by now. Yeah, come I, on. Demand. <laughs> we want it working now. I am right there with you, but this it's stuff's going like to be... a thousand seconds. This is going to be the norm from now on, so just deal, I guess. I don't care. The first thing I did was I made sure it turned off online play so nobody can jump in my game and annoy me. Well, so, so that's the interesting thing. You, apparently, you have to progress far enough in the story to be able to be invaded. So um, I have progressed the story only far enough that I could unlock all the skill points for all trees, which happens at a, a defined point in the story. And from that point on, I've been invading other people's games, but no one invades my games. So I'm apparently not far enough in the story to allow other people to invade me. So uh, just keep invading people? Yeah, I, that's All literally... Right. So let's talk about the, the, the one of the four mini-games that are working right now. There are four different ones, only one of them is working currently. And I that did is the, the psychedelic one... Was that a mini game? That is not. That's one of the in-game missions. Okay, we'll talk about that later. That was yeah, the, trippy. <laughs> yeah, the online mini games. Um, the one that I've been participating in quite a bit. You go into another player's game and you look like an NPC. So, how you act determines is is going to be part of how quickly they find you. Okay. Uh, but what you have to do is you have to get within line of sight of them in order to start a hack of their phone. Once you have started that hack, they are aware there is a hacker in their game, but they do not know where. You have 45 seconds to find anywhere within a pretty generous chunk of land around the person to start downloading a backdoor into their phone. Once you do that, the area that you can move in is much smaller. And then over time, it, the radius keeps shrinking, letting them know the general vicinity of where you are. The best part about this is there's no rules. If you can find a way on top of a building but still be in the radius, then that's completely legal. If you can find your way onto a set of, of elevated L train tracks, that's completely legal. If you're inside of a TV truck with the seat pulled all the way back, so that he can't see you through the window, that's completely legal. That's and not really fun. <laughs> it is, though, because they, they, because they keep narrowing the radius... Yeah, oh, okay. They know generically where to look. 
But okay. one of my favorite things to do is, number one, hide in plain sight, and number two, don't move. I can't hide in enough plain sight that they can scan me, but one of my biggest... I'm actually going to do a video for this this weekend uh, of, of all the techniques I use because I, I have a pretty good success rate with it. I'm 200th in the world at this point. But what basically I do is I look for either an elevated train track or I look for a, um, a gun shop. Because the gun shop has a big counter, and you can get behind the counter, and I just hide on the island, and everybody runs in, scans all the people in the gun shop, and they never look behind the counter. <laughs> and so, literally, you can watch people doing a little Benny Hill run back and forth, and I, I imagine the... Da -da 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 as they awesome. do it. It's very nice. So that, that one's working. Uh, the mobile app minigame... Has been working sometimes, but more often than not, more often not than is. Uh, and in that one, if you're on the console, uh, someone's playing on their tablet or phone, and you are racing a predefined path, and they are using all the environmental traps and police to try and stop you before time runs out. And I've done a couple of those, and that's pretty interesting as well. Um, <clears throat> there is a four-on-four -four mode that is not currently working, as well as a Tailing somebody mode. Uh, Have you gotten online with that or no? No. Oh, okay. It's just I don't know. I don't want to live in a society or in the age of technology where here's a game and here's all the features. Some of them don't work. Sorry. Oh well, that's just be yeah. It's just launch week. I know, early. but still, if if they say yeah, this is all the features, but this is what we could have later on. It's we will have it later on, and not show it and just say it might be on launch day. It just bugs me a little bit. That's well, it. it's not like it's not part of the game now. It true, is true. Game. It's just that they're having server issues. I know. They, they are updating about every three hours, saying, "Hey, we've fixed this problem. We're working on the next one now." I just, I just figured it. Uh, it just feels like they rushed the game out if they did something like that. I figured they would have it figured out if they didn't, if they had enough time to release the game. Or... I just think they didn't do enough stress testing for day one. But okay. no one, no one does because you can't pay for day one. You can only pay for yeah. the sustained lifetime. So I mean, this stuff's fairly normal, and we're gonna see it with every major AAA launch from now so, until the end okay. of time. Okay. All right. I mean, Diablo was not perfect day one launch. No. <laughs> no Sim City was horrible, like month one launch. You mean so, still? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so I expect this to stick around with us. Um, anybody have anything else to say about Watch Dogs? Uh, I I I honestly hope I want to enjoy this game, but right now I kind of wish I had the disc-based version because I got it as a digital uh, digital download because I thought it was an, another online-only game. Uh, only because if I put another four or five hours into it and I don't like it still, then I'm going to want to trade it in, but I can't. I bought the digital version. I sincerely doubt that will happen. Okay. Wait, you don't like it at all? No, no, I do like it. It's just I want more things to happen. I want more things for me to get hooked on. I, I had really high expectations for this game, and right now it's only met uh, half of them. <laughs> so that's that's one of the things I was mentioning earlier, Tara, yeah. is as you start, 
uh, to unlock more of those towers, you're going to unlock more different types of in-game missions. And okay. if you do nothing but stop crimes, you're going to get bored of it really quick. Oh, well, you... that's just a distraction. I've been doing crazy awesome stuff, too. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so, but, yeah, the, the point is is you'll stop a crime, then you'll do a delivery run, then you'll do, you know, a Peeping Tom mission, then you'll do this type of mission, etc. So and lots of I different did. things. What was the what was the missions where you're you're the uh, scapegoat? You're supposed to distract the t the police. Yeah, that that's actually the same type of mission as the delivery one. Okay. There are actual subsets of that type of mission. Oh, okay, that one was awesome. I actually had fun having the cops chase me around and then trap them inside. Uh, what are those things called? The 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 posts that pop up. Oh yeah, the dividers. I, yeah. Uh, that's not I, the I, name I, of them, but yeah. Well, I did a perfect timing on that one, and they just there was about three cops following me, and I was about at two stars, you know, because I think that's how it works as far as GTA style. It's it's like yeah. it's a it's little bit different. Two. It's level two versus two stars. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was there, and I couldn't get rid of these guys, and I saw the hack for it, and I, w I hit the X button on, on my controller. It's the X. On you guys, it's the square. Yeah. Correct. Um, and I activated it, stopped the cops, I escaped, I, I leaned back, I hid inside the car, and then I heard over the, the, the radio that, oh, they lost them. Uh, oh, no. And I got all these points and experience. That was fun. That part was fun, and I want more variety. And... What you're saying is that I will get it. Yes. So I just need to play more of it. But okay, so it's one of those games you have to you have to invest a little bit to get the full enjoyment out of it. So but just some uh, another one of those weird things, but similar to what you were saying. I was being chased by the cops earlier today, and I <clears> have <throat> the steam pipe explosion unlocked. Sweet. Yeah. And the cop was barreling behind me. And I was just in front of him, so when I set the steam pipe off, I actually went flying too. But he went <laughs> flying onto the train tracks and managed to crawl out just in time for a train to come and wipe the cop car <laughs> and him out. <laughs> so, I mean, it's little things that are not programmed but happen on an everyday basis. I really like the variation in the game. Okay. So just FYI, I think you'll be pleased the more you play. Okay, I'll keep playing it. Uh, again, it is a digital, uh, digital download, which, by the way, did not know this. Uh, I, I pre-ordered the uh, Watch Dogs at GameStop uh, for the digital download version of it. Uh, I just wanted the add-on that came with it. It was extra missions and whatnot. And I was kind of upset because I still had to go to the Midnight I, st I just got a code on the receipt, and all it gave me was $60 on Microsoft dollars, points, whatever, um, to buy the game in the marketplace. It wasn't the actual game. It just gave me $60. Right, because that's so, GameStop's new business model, how they're going to stay alive. <laughs> that's, um, that's annoying. I thought it was the download code for the game, not just no. 60 bucks. No. So that was a neat but annoying experience. Now, yeah. for, I can't speak to that for the PS4. I did not get the digital download for the game. I did get the season pass through GameStop mm -hmm. because it was five bucks off. 
And, oh, nice. Um, that well, was, it was an actual. It was five bucks off on the on the marketplace on the Xbox One already because it was launch day. Oh well. Oh so, yeah. It, that on the PS4 that did give me a direct download code, so I don't know. If okay. That, I, I have a feeling that's just another failing of the Xbox. Oh, get out of here! By by the way, did you see my cool cool new shirt? Na 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 na. Uh, well, it's not new, but have you seen my shirt that I like a lot? Yeah, nice. Yeah, but mine's actually <laughs> from a gaming company, you know. They get well, mine's me. from two awesome fandoms, you know. Yeah. Do you know what, whatever. Do you know what really sucks about the PS4 version, though? What's that? And this is like a huge failing. It has it has 60 minutes of exclusive gameplay that's only on the PS4. Oh, they're gonna add it later. So so that kind of that kind of blows that we have to like. Play more of the game that than the Xbox people. Gonna, eh, that's not gonna last very long. What kind of gameplay is it that's gonna last an hour? That's in that one, yeah, jerk. What is it? What have you ran into? What is it? I don't know. If it's like more people, more people's faces to hack and chats to read, that'll be fun. <laughs> okay, awesome. <laughs> so the only other thing that we need to discuss before we move on to news is uh, one of the things that launched this last week was Street Fighter Assassin's Fist. Yeah. This was a live-action uh, telling of the origins of Ken and Ryu, as well as Goken and Akuma. Cool. Uh, and it is fantastic. We put a review up on, on the site for it. Uh, we've also uh, linked out the entire series. All 12 episodes, running about 12 to 15 minutes each, are up free of charge, and you can watch them on YouTube now. I highly recommend you do so. The production quality is amazing. Uh, I gave it a 9.5 out of 10 as a, as a web series rating. And you didn't even talk about the martial arts. Yeah, the martial arts are freaking amazing. They what are. about the... Uh, remember that Mortal Kombat series that had that was yeah. going on? Is that the same people? Because that sounds about similar. It's. I don't think it is the same people, actually. Okay. Uh, these guys did Street Fighter Legacy, and the guy that plays uh, Ken, I literally could not imagine another person playing Ken. Wow. He is the epitome of the video game character. Although they they, they could have tamed the hair just a little bit. <laughs> no, I didn't mind. I I thought it was I thought it was appropriate. I mean, uh, yeah, it's it's Street Fighter Alpha Ken, but yeah, I mean, he, he's got the he's totally got the horse mane going. <laughs> Sweet. He hasn't cut his hair since he got there. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that it's it's very well acted. Lots of Japanese, very beautiful cinematic. Uh, the fighting action is great as well, um, and it, I think it's the best telling of the story ever. Oh, is so, it yeah. fan made or is it? It is fan sponsored. Oh, wow. well, not sanctioned, but it must not be. They must have known they were doing it, but I, I have a feeling it's it's on uh, Makinama's channel, so I have a feeling oh, that they. Okay. I have a feeling that they sponsored part of the development cost for it, but it, it is a quote unquote fan made film. Yes. Perfect. Okay. All right. So a fan made with help. Yes, and okay, it's it. very good. Very very good. Sweet. I said, oh. Neo told me about it. I'm like, oh, I'll watch the trailer. Holy crap, that's the trailer? What's the first episode <laughs> look like? Uh, and then 144 minutes later, I was done with all 12 of them. So I was going to ask you, because I'm no judge of it, but it seemed like the Japanese was very authentic to Oh, me. it was spot on. And and what's, what's interesting is if you listen to some of the phrasing, 
Japanese is a language that has evolved over time, and there are there is a class of words that are extremely honorific. Like you would only say them to the greatest master or the the president of or the emperor of Japan. They use a couple of those phrases in there. I was really impressed with that stuff. So period accuracy as well. So I was very, very it was very cool. It was very cool. And Mega Man too. <laughs> Yeah, the part where they give Mega Man too. Yeah, yeah, I know it's good. Stuff. I don't, I don't get it. Yeah, you will when you watch it. It it makes much more sense then. I don't get it. A lot more sense. <laughs> uh, all, right. all right, so before we move to news, let's check in with the readers and listeners and viewers. Oh my gosh, we're still not done. Thinking <laughs> ah. <laughs> readers and listeners, you jerks and stuff. So we have uh, we've covered the watchdog questions. So let's tackle the uh, other questions we have. The first question we have comes from Gaz, and Gaz wants to know, and I'm pulling up from Invader Zen. That's awesome. I'm tr- I don't know if he's from Invader Zen or not. He's actually well, from. He's well, actually Gaz, from Scotland, so you know. Gaz uh, was the little sister of mm. uh, what's his face from Invader Zen. Anyway, yeah, whatever. <laughs> Yeah, let me pull up the question. All right, here we go. Um, question for the podcast team. What has been your best personal achievement in a game? For example, mine would probably be completing Panzer Dragoon <coughs> on the Sega Saturn and getting 100% through uh, the entire game, or of completing the Superman arcade game back in the 90s with a single credit. Um, so what would be your, you, your personal best achievements in a game? Since I had time to think about the question, I'll give you guys a couple seconds. Um, mine was beating all 11 mm. endings of Chrono Trigger on the Super Nintendo. Because wow. I logged that's a, a, that's a good one. Of, yeah, I Back got four, Trigger. and then I stopped. I just looked up the other ones. Oh, no, I totally did the whole... There was no looking... What, did you look it up on Prodigy? No, after it came out on the DS. Oh, no, no. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there really wasn't an internet back when I did that, so... Oh, so you did it, Orshker. Right. Wow. Okay, that, that is a way better achievement than what my head was saying. I was like, well, that was... Eh, oh, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, I did that the hard way, yes. All right, hold on. Matt, did you come up with one? Um... I have a few. Not I yet, can't. No. Uh, go go ahead, somebody else. I'm I'm <laughs> struggling here. All right, I'll go. Um, <clears throat> I would probably have to go back to college when I actually had like time to really invest in stuff and not enough money to buy more than one game every two months. And I think we're gonna go with um, what was the last good Mega Man game? It was eight, right? Yeah, eight yeah. was the best. Yeah, so that was that was great. It was on the I had it on the Sega Saturn, and I remember just being I just remember being able to obliterate that game after a while, and it even had a hoverboard scene in it. You know, where you have one of those like infamous in games where you had to like do the racing thing like through and duck and jump and all that kind of stuff, and duck, just duck, memorize jump, the whole jump, duck, yeah, just duck, memorize duck, the whole duck. pattern and get through it. Um, yeah, that was probably it. That was probably the last one. 
That's a good one. Yeah, because that was... Man, that was the heyday. <laughs> I don't know. It's either when I finally got past Bloody Mouth and the uh, Ninja Gaiden for the NES, but I never actually beat it. That, that was as far as I got. It took me forever to get past that guy. Or getting to a point of mastery of Mega Man 2 where I could beat the entire game without a continue. I would probably go with the Mega Man 2 if that if it were me. Yeah, I'm thinking that's probably the one. Actually, if we want to go really far back, anybody remember the game Jumpman on Commodore 64? <laughs> <laughs> I could play I levels. I could play levels in that with my eyes closed. No, oh, gosh. And win. <laughs> that's how good I was at the patterns on those damn games. <laughs> Turo, it's down to you. Ah, oh, jeez. Ah. Uh. Just pick a game you actually beat. <laughs> there's a there's a bunch of games I beat. Gosh. Um, I I think the hardest one that I can remember. Ah, oh, jeez, nice. Uh, can I say two of them? No, pick your best one. Best one. Um, my best one. Okay, this one was way harder than the other one. Uh, Dead Space Two. You had to beat the game with three continues. Or three save points. Uh, I did it. That took stupid long time. It was the hardest setting. You only had three saves. Uh, that was... My brother didn't even get it. My brother had all the time in the world back then to get any and every achievement. And he couldn't get that one. And I got it. Uh, so that's that's got to be it. I forget what the achievement's called. But my gosh, that was... So freaking hard. That's got to be it. Uh, that one, yeah, yeah. Uh, beating Dead Space 2 with three game saves and getting that achievement. Yeah. Awesome, guys. Hopefully that answers your question. Um, the last question we have is from Destiny. Uh, Destiny wants to know, uh, which games from the past would you really like to see given the HD treatment? Personally, I would love to see Thunder Force 4, a remastered version uh, similar how they did the Sonic CD. And I'd also really like to see Thunder Force 6, which was a PS2 game and never, sadly never made it out of Japan. Okay, I really like the Thunder Force series, so I'm really liking this question. <laughs> <laughs> That's a really nice one. I actually have the soundtrack for... Uh, what was the one that was on the Saturn, was it? On Saturn they released this... Uh, I think it was... Was it Thunder Force 5? And they had like some, like soundtrack. It was like a deluxe CD, double CD set that had like a soundtrack in it and everything. Oh, that was good. Um, let's see. For mine, I I really want to see, I really want to see Castlevania Symphony of the Night done nice. in glorious 1080p HD, hand drawn, just oh, looking okay. awesome. They did do a remake in HD. It was on the uh, Xbox Live Arcade. I figured it'd be on the PlayStation Store. Yeah, it wasn't a remake. That was a whole new game, wasn't it? Yeah, no, it was Symphony of the Night. Uh, all done in HD. I, I no. no, don't think so. No, it was a, no, I no, thought it was it a, was a new, game. new game. Hold on. It was a new game that had, like, multiplayer in it. Yeah. It was I Super don't... Smash Brothers Alucard or something. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, he's looking that up. Matt, what about you? 
Um, and this is probably, well, ugh, damn it. Primarily, the, <laughs> I, I have one that I really want that I played, and I have one that I really want that I didn't play. So I'm kind of torn. Um, well, stop being Natalie and Bruglia and pick one. Now you're going to make me break into a song, and that's just going to scare everyone away. Um, mm-hmm. Okay, I'm going to have to go with Legends of, Legends of Dragoon because I didn't ever get around to playing it. Oh. Um, and that game has gotten nothing but rave, 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 rave. I still own it. I, I have the original PS1 discs sitting over there. So, I mean, it's not like I couldn't play it, but uh, I, think, I think if that would get an HD redo... And and my honorable mention would go if they could actually go back and make this finish off and make Xenogears right, but keep it with the style that it had. But see, that's that's my problem is that there's all those good Square Enix role playing games that I'd like them to upres and and bring to HD. But I think I'm gonna go out on a limb and go for an obscure title, set of titles actually. What I would really like is a, a HD collection of Parappa the Rapper, Oom um Jam or Lammy. And, Why? Um, when there's so much better rhythm games now, why would you go back to that? Because the classics are the classics, baby. Oh, man. I have a new story for that. but Those yeah. those make my thumbs hurt. They are so good. Yeah, uh, they are. I, I really would love to see... I think that's where Harmonic started. 5.1 surround. You know, we didn't have that on the PlayStation... And so I would love to have that in glorious 5.1, 7.1. Uh, I remember, remember playing it when they released it for like the, the PSP or something. Yeah. And because like I never had it, and I was just like, oh, let me check out this game. I was like, everybody raved about it. And I played it for like five seconds, and I'm like, oh, this is terrible. I still have the original PS1 discs for both those games. Punch, kick, it's all in the mind. It's kick, <laughs> kick I could never get the timing down on those things. It had some ridiculously weird... See, that was my actual runner-up for my most proud, because I got the cools on all the levels. Oh, jeez. Dude, yeah. that's amazing. That, uh, that actually is pretty... It took wow. a long time. But because I could, ne- I could not figure out, because whatever was happening on screen didn't match what they actually wanted it was. It's called player lag. <laughs> Although I do think the download versions, because I played the download version of Unjammer, and I don't. I think the timing is different. I, I don't know if it's because it's the download version or what it is, but I think it is different from the discs. So I think those download versions that came out for the Vita and the PS Playback or whatever those were called, PS Classics, I, I think the timing is different. I don't know about that. It was always hard, but I mean. All right, so, Turo, we need your answer. Okay, uh, well, I found the answer for Symphony of the Night. It was just a port to the Xbox 360 uh, arcade. Okay. So it was just a port. It wasn't an HD version of it. Yeah, that exists. <laughs> yeah. 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 I thought it was an HD version of it. My that's, bad. you know, typical Xbox <clears throat> people trying to embellish their system. Yeah, well, hey, you remember that game that you didn't play whenever you didn't have a PS1? Here you go. Uh, anyway, <laughs> that's pretty much it. Uh, so what would you right. like to see brought for an HD remake? An HD remake. Well, because the graphics were terrible back then, whenever this game came out, Watch Dogs, uh, that'd be... <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, sir. Yeah. That's the reaction I, I wanted. 
Do not encourage the monkey. <laughs> that's do what I wanted. No, do too not late. No, that was good. Oh, that's all I wanted. Thank you, that sir. Was, that was great. That was great Thank delivery. Whew. Uh, no, in all seriousness. You earned your paycheck uh, this week, sir. Yay. I cannot wait to see it in the mail. Uh, <laughs> uh, oh, no. It'll be ACH direct deposited into your account. Oh, get out of here. All dollars um, $0.00. <laughs> Negative when, ten dollars. When did you get my routing and transit? I didn't. <laughs> oh, oh, well, oh, darn it. Uh, let's see. I think uh, only because they released or announced a sequel that never came out, and I absolutely loved this game for the system that everyone didn't like, which I loved. Eternal Darkness for the GameCube. Oh, I dude. Absolutely love an HD version of that, and it's unannounced, super awesome, rumored sequel. Yes, yes, please. You are so my favorite person in the world right now. Hooray! I thought I already was. Roman in it? No, I was just thinking about that game today because I had some like random thoughts about Brian Blessed. Because I was thinking like you know I I kind of am trying to run my life of like you know making sure I do things to where I'd hear like Voltan behind me say <laughs> impetuous boy. Nice. Dude, they, you have it handy like that. That's awesome. Yeah, well, I mean, I love this game. It's God, never... It's one of my... So good. I, I loved it. I could not believe some of the parts that it messed with me. Like, yeah. flipped the room upside down, and I honestly thought this was part of the game. Do-do-do. And then things started... It messed with me. It... Oh, it was so good. So just, good. Uh, oh, I remember one part of the game where it was just... Ahead of its time. It just, like, faintly in the background, you just heard somebody being, like, beaten, and, like, this, like, voice just begging the person to stop beating them, and they just didn't make a thing out of it. It was just kind of, like, just in the background, just a little bit. You could just barely hear it. Oh, um, so creepy. I love that it all that's, cut that's together. That's Neil's house on any any Google Hangout, if you listen hard enough. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I, that's what I want to see. I want to see that in HD. I want to see the rumored sequel coming out to answer and to give all the the fans what they wanted back then. Not very many of us or many of us uh, exist, but we I do want it. My gosh, yeah. You know something that game was actually fun to play too. Everybody crapped on it because of Roman guy because it looked so horrible. Everything else in that game was actually awesome. It was awesome. And it was a bunch of stories that came together as one at the end yeah. and you didn't you didn't see that and it was awesome. Oh, spoilers. My bad. Like you guys are going to ever play it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, it was and really the magic system in it. No, oh god! It was awesome. I still have a GameCube hooked up to a TV. I'll tell you. Okay, then go and play yeah, it. Go, go track down the game for like two bucks and play it. Just thank it's us not later. two bucks. I think it's like rare now. Hold on. It's not rare. Really? Nobody bought it. Yeah. That would make it more rare. Actually, I'm just saying. Rare, rare, rare. Yes. A bunch of copies were buried in the desert. Oh wait. <laughs> Nice. Shut your mouth. That was awesome. Let's see. All right. So while he oh, looks yeah. that up, twenty bucks. <laughs> <laughs> Not that rare. No. Uh, let's jump into the news. We have a grip of news this week. Uh, we'll start with two Nintendo stories. Number one: Nintendo is planning a YouTube revenue-splitting affiliate program. So basically, everyone has been up in arms because Nintendo is claiming every gameplay 
scenario uh, where their footage is used on YouTube. And they have announced today that uh, they will allow for Google to take a slice, Nintendo to take a slice, and then the Let's Play people to take a slice as well. Um, no real details on it other than them announcing this. So we'll have to wait and see how that works out. Uh, I still think it's going to be a very unpopular system, so we'll see. That's the first piece of news for Nintendo. The second one is the crazier one. So last week, the Wii U outsold both the PS4 and the PS3 in Japan. Where? Oh, my, what? So literally, uh, for the week May 19th through the 25th, it's the first time the PS4's Japan, since the uh, PS4's Japan release, uh, that the Wii U has had better weekly performance than it. And it's the first time in a long time that it's been ahead of the PS3. Uh, it's not really that it's picked up in sales, the Wii U. Uh, there was a slight bump for Mario Kart coming out. Mario Kart 8 releases uh, on Friday of this week. But Sony's console has really been struggling in Japan since launch, uh, just 7,387 PS4s, 7,383 PS3s sold. And the Wii U sold 8,858, which is a slight increase. So it's not like they're blowing them out of the water, but it is the first time that the Wii U has outperformed uh, I, those two consoles. The interesting... Uh, the other interesting part of that coin is where the actual sales are, and that's mobile devices in Japan. Uh, last few weeks, the 3DS and the Vita have topped the hardware sales charts. And that's good news for Sony for the Vita moving so many units, but still uh, not sure what they're going to do to change their course in Japan since they're having so many struggles. I'm wondering if Japan has simply moved on from console gaming. Wow. And just went to Wii U and PC gaming? The handhelds and mobile. I mean, isn't oh, that yeah, 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 like yeah, it's yeah. thing over yeah. there is mobile? Yeah, mobile yeah. and the handheld space, that's where it's all at in Japan right uh, now. Man, that's that's how they're going to win. That's how Microsoft is going to just skyrocket. If they have an Xbox Live arcade handheld, like I said before, man. If they have that, it's called the Zune, right? Get out of here! You said that last <laughs> time. Come on. But uh, they're not. This is jokes well, I, thought it, I thought it was the Surface 3. Uh, no. At two thousand dollars. Get out of here! I saw it for seven hundred dollars. What is that thing? That <laughs> that thing? That's the schnauzer. Oh, schnauzer. The schnauzer. <laughs> he says that's ridiculous, Raggy. <laughs> oh boy! It's like New Sapiens. Uh, channel bubble became twenty percent cooler. <laughs> uh. Anybody else have a news story they want to interject at this point? Oh, sure. I thought I had one. I forgot it. Let's see. Um, well, uh, Harmonix's shooter... Ah, oh, uh, darn it. That's what it was. <laughs> <laughs> Chroma. I, I remembered. Oh, wait. No, that's not what it was. Never mind. Keep going. Okay. So, you know, Harmonix kind of threw everyone for a loop a while back by announcing that their next game was going to be a first-person shooter that was based on music. And the game was called Chroma. Um, it's gone through the early alpha phase, and they had some people helping them out with that and doing it internally, and they came out with, yeah, 
maybe we need to rethink this a little bit. So uh, the game is not canceled. They have uh, just gone back to uh, formula, so to speak, to say to, to figure out where where they've gone wrong, uh, where where the tweaking needs to happen. They've taken all the feedback from the alpha testers and from their own gameplay, and they're heading back to the to the design <laughs> to, to figure out how to fix the problems that were discovered. So um, it's still going to happen. It looks like it's still something they're looking forward to, to producing, but uh, the the first go at it uh, didn't didn't come out so well. So. Um, you know, it still still sounds like they're they're committed to it and they're they're looking forward to trying to do something with this. <laughs> Excuse me. Holy cow! Are you dying or guffawing? I was an alpha tester. <laughs> oh, you were an alpha tester. Oh yeah. <laughs> Look at me. I was an alpha tester. <laughs> uh, so your input was was highly valuable, whatever that was. So <laughs> all right, Mr. Alpha Tester, I'm awesome. Whatever isn't covered under your non-disclosure agreement. I can't really talk about much about it other than... <laughs> oh, sure. look at me. I'm an alpha, but I can't talk about it. Well, the, you, you do have to actually sign a non-disclosure I, I, I'm sure so. you did. That's why I put it out there. It, it, it was a very, it's a very interesting concept. Uh, I'm not actually supposed to talk about the fact that I'm in the alpha either, but oh. I think I'm all right. Um, it, it was a very interesting concept, and I, I played quite a few matches of it, and I thought it was fun. In concept, a little harder to pull off. That's the best way to say that. Yeah, which is pretty much consistent with what the article was saying. So, um, so there, there, there's that. So uh, we'll we'll be looking for probably another alpha here in a few months. I would be guessing. And then Turo has a piece of piggybacking news about their Kickstarter, don't you? Yay! Turo? Yeah. Um, amplitude. At the last day or days, oh, like, last no, hours, the last hours, seconds, seconds. Uh, they they pulled through and they were are gonna be able to make a remake of Amplitude. And ah. anybody says anybody who says social media does not make a difference in business <laughs> would be wrong because that was a Twitter campaign that rallied support to get the funding they needed at the last minute. And that was awesome. And that's that's those were the first games that got me toward harmonics and and gaming with music. No, it was Parappa the Rapper. It really was actually. But that one really escalated. That one just shot up, even though it wasn't popular. Amplitude and frequency. Uh, and it was my brother's fault. He he borrowed them from a friend, and we played it. Thought it was cool, and then we didn't stop playing it until the, the we saw the sun the next day. It was that addictive and cool, and the multiplayer on it was awesome and simple and fun, and it lasted hours. So seeing it come back, I cannot wait to have my brother over and do it all over again in HD with new songs or old that's, songs or all over. Right. It's going to be awesome. Uh, I'm still bitter about the whole thing, so we're not going to talk about it. Why are you bitter about it? We already ran into this. How, like, I was telling everybody about this cool game called Amplitude, and then when Frequency came, or no, it was Frequency then Amplitude. So, I was like, I really love Frequency, and then when Amplitude came out, I really tried to get people to play it. Nobody wanted to play it, and all of a sudden, you had a stupid plastic crappy guitar to it, and everybody thinks the game's awesome. <laughs> That's so, how I felt about Guitar Hero. Uh, yeah, so again, screw everybody. I was like, no. It's the same people that made Amplitude, and people go, huh? I was like, no, here's a plastic guitar, play it. And then people play it, and they say, this is stupid. 
then Guitar Hero 2 came out, and everyone says, wow, this is amazing. And I tell them, don't you remember me trying to let you play it on the controller, and then whenever the plastic guitar came out? Yeah, Everybody no, wants to be it's... a rock star, dude. Everybody wants See, to be a rock I, star. I never, I never played it with the plastic controller, so... I mean, and for all intents and purposes, uh, Rock Band, uh, what was the name of that one? Uh, standalone. Oh, uh, bra. Blitz. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Rock, bra. Band, Rock Blitz. Band Blitz. Yeah, that that See, was... That was the closest thing. It was Amplitude. I mean, it really yeah. was Amplitude, so... I, and I have it. That, I got the, it. The PSP version of Rock Band was basically Amplitude, too. It, it was indeed. Um... So, talk, speaking about PlayStations, segue. PlayStation. Remember those days? Yeah. <laughs> well, those don't work with Google Hangouts, so. Yeah, I know. Google, work on that. Dang yeah. it. Um, PlayStation 4's fall lineup got just a little bit thinner this week as oh, the order 1886 uh, has been delayed to yep. 2015. There went one of my stories. Ready at Dawn's PS4 exclusive shooter. Flips its release window, and it will appear somewhere around February of 2015, according to the PlayStation blog. I was just at a, I was just at GameStop, and I went to throw like you know pre-order in after you know I made my purchase today, and I'm looking at the half sheet of paper of pre-orders that are available till the end of the year. That's There's how a- ridiculous the, this new next current gen of console. Things are man. <laughs> I don't know what to call it. I honestly don't you know what to call it. Want to make a cohesive statement? Stupid man head face thing. <laughs> the Xbox One and PS4, they're pre-orders. They're they're very tiny. Wow. See, it's working very well. I've missed this stuff very much. Uh, they're pre-orders. They, there's not much of them, and all of them, most of them, okay. are in 2015. I love how we rotate our drinking schedules. By the way. <laughs> 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 I got my I got my twelve year back. It's awesome. Not twelve year old. Twelve year. God. God. I'm with you, dude. I appreciate you're it. The twelve year olds. You're 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 uh, loving the family. I don't think we can talk about that. This is a family. Uh, I think we left the family thing behind a long time ago. <laughs> long time ago. Um, other news: EA has let leak and now confirmed the next Battlefield game. Hopefully it works. Called Battlefield Hardline. Oh man! Instead of being a war shooter, it will be a cops and robbers game. Nope. They should. They have to make another bad company game if they want to get their fans back. Uh, what's interesting ah. is that the studio behind Dead Space is handling the single single player side of things. With oh Dice, Yeah, with Dice taking up the multiplayer du- duties. He said duties. In duties. <laughs> duties. So, uh, a seven-minute gameplay video was posted this morning uh, under the codename Omaha, and it described heist, rescue, hotwire, and blood money multiplayer modes, as well as a single-player campaign that revolved around police corruption and a drug cartel. Uh, I'm I'm guessing the Mexicans will have something to do with it because you know, tequila, Turo. <laughs> So that's uh, that's that. It's not really tequila. It's Jamaican rum. Um, Yaman. Yeah, let's see. Uh, 
for for those of us on the podcast, I think uh, all of us, except maybe maybe a certain monkey, have played Flow, Flower. Not, no, I play Flow and uh, Journey. And uh, so the, the, those of the we're familiar with the game company that's name is that game company. <laughs> See what I did there? That wasn't funny. Um, so uh, they announced today that they have uh, entered a partnership with Capital Today, which I'm assuming is a venture group, uh, to get seven million dollars to work on their next project. And since their exclusivity, ooh, big word, uh, period with PlayStation is over, uh, presumably it will be a multi-platform. Uh, title and their description of it is an emotional wow I can't read an emotionally engaging experience centered around human connections for players of all ages and backgrounds. Holy interesting. They have, they have been working on this title for a while. They just didn't have the funding to actually do the distribution rights, etc. Right, because they're working on setting up their own distribution and publishing and stuff. Yeah, so Since that'll be very longer. interesting. I'm very interested to see what they do with next-gen consoles. Yeah, uh, Journey was just Amazing. ridiculous, yeah. Ridiculous um, good or ridiculous bad? No, ridiculous, ridiculous awesome. great. It was oh, amazing. Okay. It was yeah. If you haven't played Journey, you still have your PS3. You should you should look into that. That's okay. Yeah, that's oh man, I love that game so much. Okay. Uh, in other EA news, it looks like Plants vs Zombies Garden Warfare is coming to PlayStation Network. Uh, Hooray! Teaser site. Uh, from EA shows pictures of uh, the Garden War or the Garden Warfare characters in crossovers with Sly Cooper. <laughs> wow! So it's Fly Shooter. <laughs> but, uh, I didn't uh, make it up. I'm just reporting the news here, folks. <laughs> um, he made so it up. So did you guys see the announcement on the PS blog today that Sony is going to be uh, putting its E3 show in theaters across uh, the United States? 40 theaters to be precise. Oh, wow. Very, very, very few number of theaters. Uh, I didn't even look to see if any of them were near me because I'm sure they aren't. So um, (laughs) You live nowhere. Actually, I believe there is one close to you. There is not one close to me, surprisingly. Is there one close to me? Um, I know there's one in Kansas City, and then I think the other one... They actually had two in Missouri. I think the other one's in Fulton. Yeah, no. No, not not, not close to you. Um, In Wisconsin... None. 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 None in Michigan or Minnesota either. Closest is Illinois. Yeah, Chicago is the closest to me. And for me to go, I'm already going to be watching all of them. I would lose any benefit from them traveling to Chicago because I would then miss some of the other press conferences. So Yeah. Uh, they are saying they're going to give away free goodies and prizes, and you can't watch it for free. And the tickets are free, yeah. So you just got to register for your site. Wow. Man, if I was still in Anchorage, I, I know exactly where that Cinemark Anchorage 16 is. I went to there all the time. So the, the if I was other, still in Anchorage, I'd be going. The other interesting thing about it is they're, they're promising 30 minutes of exclusive content, including extended game footage and developer interviews. So that's interesting. Uh, if, Like I said, if it wasn't 
three hour, you know, four hours away from me to drive, I would probably go do that. Yeah, it's four plus for me. So, but yeah, that's an interesting thing. I mean, I've I've wondered why they haven't done stuff like that before. So it's it's interesting to see them them picking up with us. And then uh, Burgundy's got one more story. Go Burgundy. I do. Yeah, your great disappointment of the day. No, you're you're the game you're absolutely excited about. <laughs> Had something to do with Beyond? And not the podcast, but Oh that one. Yeah, supposedly there's some new Batman game coming out. It's called Lego Batman three Beyond Gotham. And yeah, and it doesn't have Batman Beyond in it. <laughs> well, we don't know oh. that. We don't know that. We don't know that. You can't say that. Uh, although, although they did release a picture on um, like Instagram and social media, like you know, they're on their feeds that um, actually had a Lego Batman. Um, oh god, I'm gonna mispronounce it. The the that Zoranag one. Zoranag. Uh, what? Oh god, I'm forgetting it right now. You know what I'm talking about? Nope. You're the, on the really own. weird looking, super colorful one that's like from way back in the day. And they rebrought it out in one of the series, and it was like supposedly this like mental failsafe persona he built into his psyche to save him in an emergency. <laughs> it's, it's, I'm, I'm no, I've read a lot of Batman. I have no <laughs> idea what you're talking about. All right, never mind. There's a big like throwback that the guy was using during that whole big storyline that everybody freaked out over. Okay then. Really? Seriously? Batman of Zero and Arc? You know, no. You've outgeeked us. It's like the purple, yellow, weird-looking suit. What? They brought it in the cartoon, um, Raven the Bold, silver, one time. Silver claws? Hmm? It does it have silver claws? Did no, he have the claw? no, 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 no. It's not the Asbat one. Well, no, I knew it wasn't the Asbat one, but I'm trying to think of what you're talking about. Hold on. There's a... Does well, he look kind of like a gypsy wearing it? Yeah. Batman of Zoranar. Hold on. There's... I'm sure there's images of it here. Spell it? Uh, Batman of Zur, Z-U-R, dash E-N, dash A-R-R-H. Okay. Zuriner. Okay, I think this is... What in the world is this? Nope, never seen this in my life. You have to be kidding me. Is Zerner, is that like our... That never like seen this in my life. <sighs> that is, he's basically got Catwoman's cowl. He's very spiky. He's very, <laughs> that's a word? He, even his bat symbol is spiky. His belt is spiky. Yeah, no. Nope. nope, never seen that. You got me. What there. in the world? Oh, well, wow. I, I, I uh, I'm, I'm, I'm at a loss because <clears throat> I'm pretty good about keeping up on story arcs for characters. Is this newer? Uh, like what? Five years ago at this point? No, oh, yeah. So that that's newer. Okay. His first appearance was 1958. No, it's not like yeah that part like. The whole well, yeah, but, but that's not new. probably for one one book. Right, right, yeah, right. Yeah, they, they really went to the well for that. But the thing is, they actually incorporated it into the Batman Brave and the Bold cartoon series as well. This they is the Joe Lanner, Planet, Planet X. Yeah. Oh, he's, 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 he's actually from Conroy. another planet. 
Yeah. And well, he's voiced by Kevin Conroy in Brave and the Bold. That's yeah, it was awesome. really cool. Wow. It was really cool. The, yeah, uh, he is not Batman. He is a different Batman from a different planet. In Brave and the Bold, yeah, but then they did something different in the comics for... You have to read it, dude. Okay. It's very complicated. Whoa. All right, then. Uh, All right, I win. All right. So win. they had a Lego version of that in the... <laughs> I, I thought win. that was cool. But no Lego Batman Beyond. So the other the other things we do know <laughs> about the Lego uh, game is that there will be over 120 different characters to play and unlock in the game. Oh. Um, it will see Batman join forces with the superheroes of the DC Comics universe to prevent evil Brainiac from destroying the Earth. And he is using, this is where it gets interesting for me, the power of the lantern rings to shrink worlds and add them to his twisted collection of miniature cities from across the universe. The superheroes must journey to different lantern worlds to collect the lantern rings and stop Brainiac before it's too, too late. Okay, this sounds like, this is a Lego game, right? This is a Lego game. Okay, all right. It, sound, it sounds like they're going to introduce the, the color spectrum for the lantern okay. rings. All right, it just it sounds like a Lego game. It, it, is like, sure. it is like Okay, all right, all right, perfect. Just making sure. That's awesome. Uh, the game will feature locations that they've disclosed so far, including the Hall of Justice, the Batcave, and Justice League Watchtower. Uh, now I'll just be waiting for my Lego Mogo set. That's his name, right? Mogo? Mogo? Okay, I'm butchering the name. Uh... The one that is rather large and spherical. Oh. Wait, are you talking about the planet? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he's talking about the planet. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, you're you're saying it right. I just wasn't making the the association. Oh, yeah. yeah okay. Yeah, I didn't get that. Mo- Mogo, the Living Planet. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's it. Yeah. Who so, is a Green yeah. Lantern? He is a Green Lantern, and that would be awesome if if you could cl- if they made a Lego Mogo, but I doubt it's going to happen. All you've basically got the the Death Star set. It's not a huge mod from there. <laughs> yeah. Um. Anybody else have any other news? Oh, you've you've run me dry, my friend. Oh, we're going to the gay territory again. Well, did we want to talk about Ant Man at all? Oh yeah, it's, that's sad news. Sure, no, go right ahead. I don't want to. I don't want to either. Well, I'm gonna butcher everybody's name here because I don't know how to pronounce any of these things. But uh, Edgar Wright. Well, well I, I, I assumed, I was hoping that was right. And somebody just told me how to pronounce Kevin. You, you hope F- that was right? Is it, it Fage? Somebody, was it Fage? Yeah. Kevin Fage? Is that how it's pronounced? Correct. Um, <clears throat> okay, so it was announced a couple days back that uh, the early on director and co-writer of the script for the Ant-Man movie for the Marvel uh, Cinematic Universe had uh, quit, wrapped out, packed his bags and gone home and uh, was was not going to be directing or any longer involved with the Ant-Man movie. Uh, the the news came in bits and morsels as things do because you know these days we have to know something happened right away and then a bunch of people make conjecture about it and then slowly the facts trickle out. Uh, but what it looks like apparently happened is that the script <clears throat> was required to have some changes uh, to match up with the larger Marvel universe because remember this movie was first commissioned in 2006. 
And so this thing's been brewing for quite a while. And originally, you know, all the stuff that had happened in the Marvel Cinematic Universe hadn't happened yet. And uh, with, you know, the hashtag, it's all connected, uh, there were some modifications that were requested to be made to the script. Wright either did or did not make them or made them in some way that annoyed the studio and originally it was announced that Disney writers, not not Marvel writers, but Disney writers had gotten their hands on the script, rewrote it, sent the draft back, and Wright threw his hands up in the air and said, peace out, bitches. Um, to which Joss Whedon supported. Which, which Joss yeah. Whedon supported. But now here's the... Awesomely. Here's, here was my first... <laughs> yeah, that was a great my, my first reaction was fear, and not that Wright had left, but that somehow... Phage and Whedon had gotten skipped in all of this. I mean, if these guys are in control and in charge of this, how did they let it get to the point where people above or beside, however you want to look at the Disney studio, and their writer, how, how did they not stop it in the middle? How did they not mitigate this? How did they not manage that? And if they're starting to lose control of it, that scares me because that that that's when things are going to fall apart is when those guys can't keep control of it. But now today we get news that Fage may have been in fact the one who asked for the revisions to the script. Again, that's not confirmed. It didn't come out of his mouth. It's just the the latest thing. For whatever reason this Latino review site seems to come up with all of the like breaking stuff on this stuff and it generally found out to be more or less accurate. So, um, not sure what in they've got with stuff, but they've got some in. Uh, and, and if Disney slash Marvel ever finds that mole, they'll probably put them up on a spike and leave them to hang for all to see. But um, so that that just you know makes the, the story more interesting. And and I you know I get it. I understand Edgar Wright has made his own movies. They've been his own stories. He's had complete control over them for you know the the successful part of his his career. He gets hired on to do this. The franchise gets huge. Now you've got to put in those hooks to connect it to everything else because it's part of a larger story now. I, I get he didn't like that and he didn't like people messing with his script and, and he walked out on that, which it's his right to do. <laughs> get it there, right? Um, but, you know, at the same time, it's like, yeah. I mean, even even Kevin Smith came out with a statement yesterday. You know, it, it, it's Marvel's movie. It's a licensed product. You signed on to make a movie for them, not make your movie. So, and that that's the thing that kind of, you know, it's this has been a childhood dream of his to make the Ant-Man movie or whatever. Okay, but when you've got somebody that that's vested, that vested in their vision of it and you're working with a studio who owns the license... Yeah, I'm I'm surprised this didn't happen earlier, to be honest. Um, but I think with the success of Winter Soldier and integrating with everything and how all the stuff's connected and how they're going to tie, how they're working to tie everything together, I think it just got to a point where it was, hey, we've got to include this in the larger universe, so we need these things in it. And I there's there's still a failure of leadership to me there between Phage and Whedon. If they're in charge of this, this should have been handled at their level, and they should have figured it out. It shouldn't have yeah, come down to some outside know, source. We, we don't know for sure that it. Uh, we, we don't. It's we don't. speculation. We don't it's, know for sure that it wasn't from Whedon and Page. We don't. But that would make the whole solidarity thing seem really weird. That would hurt if it came from them. 
Well, uh. at the same time, though, you know, I I agree with what Matt's saying. If if you need to th- thread it into the larger universe, yeah, and and Wright didn't want to do that because he just wanted to concentrate on his Ant Man movie. But they could couldn't they have asked him and said, "Hey, I know you've been working on this for years, or you know, I don't know how many years, but stuff has happened. Can you incorporate this stuff into your story? If yeah. not." And I, I'm guessing that that's actually how it went down. That's and what the original he, report said, is that they asked him to make the changes, and he made some attempt at them, was, was the wording of the article. So my guess is is he half-assed it or did some snarky sideways take on it and pissed somebody off. So they said, fine, screw you, we'll do the changes. Yeah, I'm, pr- I'm probably one of the few people who say, yes, it's not what I wanted, but I'm not concerned about it. I'm not concerned yet, no. They they have a pretty tight ship running over there, so I'm not worried about it. No, um, just speaking of and it, right. positive news, they've cast Daredevil, and they've got a pretty good guy in coming in to do both the acting and the directing on that, so... Good. Hey, Turo. Yeah. Are you still playing Titanfall? Yeah. I got the... I downloaded the new levels, and I play. Oh, yeah, I played Titanfall. My bad. <laughs> 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 Sorry, I just Watchdogs kind of overdid that because it was a new game. Well, but. it looks like EA and Respawn will be unveiling a new mode and a handful of upcoming features for their flagship shooter at E3. Or the yes, re-releasing please. of an existing mode that they later canceled? Uh, no, that's happening too, but this is, this <laughs> is a new mode. Uh, if you don't have an E3 badge but will be in the downtown LA area, you can get hands-on time with all of the E3 content during the NVIDIA Gaming Expo. Nice. Uh, you'll be able to play the new content there, uh, and you can also win real-life burn cards, NVIDIA graphics cards, and other cool. giveaways that they have. Um, but then they're also doing stuff for fans at home to win prizes as well. Uh, personally, I think there is nothing sadder than a game that's out trying to be a part, participate in E3. That has always struck me as weird because E3 is the time that you showcase upcoming projects, not things that are already out. What about upcoming downloads or DLC or add-ons? They've done that. Uh, Other games have done that before. Not actually showing showing their game, but stuff that they are going to add later on to a game. I mean, that's what that's the age that we live in right now is adding on to games, DLC to games, adding more storylines to game, burial at sea, burial, burial, whatever. It's Warcraft. Yeah. Yeah. War, War, World of Warcraft. That game came out so far long ago. Yeah, in when's the last time you remember reporting an e a DLC expansion for Warcraft at E3? Well, it's going to be more. They did common. Pandaria, didn't they? Wasn't Pandaria announced? No, that was announced uh, at BlizzCon. That was announced at BlizzCon. It's always at BlizzCon because yeah, it's always at BlizzCon. You're right. You don't but, generally. I can't think of very many games that we've seen, other than Diablo being the one exception because it was coming to consoles. Right. Yeah. Diablo three, the console version was at E3. But other than that, I can't really think of just DLC for an existing game that we've seen reported on at E3. It's always the new properties that are in E3's domain. Maybe they're just taking advantage of free publicity. Like, maybe they didn't have to pay for it. Maybe they said, hey, you have some free time. Do you want to show anything? I still am betting we'll uh, we'll, see see an announcement of Titanfall on the PS4. 
Really? Okay. That'd be cool. I want that game to go everywhere. Well, I'm thinking it's going to because I think their sell-through rate on the 360 was not what they were expecting, or the 360 and the PS or and the Xbox One was mm-hmm. not what they were expecting it to be. And so, I want that. I want everyone to play that game. It is awesome. I, I'm interested if they bring it. We'll see. Um, Hideo Kojima thinks that E3's Metal Gear Solid 5 trailer is going to be too tough to watch. So is there going to be raping scenes? I don't know. Uh. Hideo Kojima is garnering for attention for his irrelevant game, Metal Gear Solid 5. Oh, there it is. That's how I feel. I, I, hate, these, I hate these announcements about nothing. <laughs> hey, we're gonna have an announcement. What are you talking about? Every year that there's been a Metal Gear, yeah, yeah, that's my point. Game of E3. That so, is my point. So every I, time they show a movie from it, it gets game of the show. I and I, I always thought the rule had to be that you had to have a playable game at the show in order to get that <laughs> award, but apparently that's never the case. Uh, this is why I never was into Metal Gear Solid. I never could. The, the series was dead after the first game. Yeah, okay. Humble, probably, humble yeah. opinion. Humble opinion. Wow. First, first game was good, everything I, else. I think, you know, I think 2 was good. I think 3 was horrible. That's me. Three, four, Everything four from 3 was on okay. was just atrocious. I, I have not played... The Game Boy Color one was really good. I've, I've not played <laughs> Phantom Pain, but I heard it's really good. I don't know if you played this one, but the NES version? Wow. You mean wow. back when it was just Metal Gear? Yes. Right. That was awesome. HD version on that one, buddy. No, no thank you. <laughs> I had fun uh, with it. So, yes, his 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 uh, full quote from Twitter is, Finish the mix for the trailer. Like last year, this trailer contains no explosions, collapses, destruction, gunfights, car, car, car chases, or people mobbed by reporters. Nor any zombies, aliens, or giant spaceships. Just men descending into madness. A lot of fans said the 2013 GDC trailer was tough to watch. This one oh. may be even tougher. Oh, so it means we're just going to have more horse stealth. That's really what it is. Remember the original end of Evangelion? Where we just like watched a guy go through a nervous breakdown without a budget? Yeah. yeah. I'm kind of thinking this is going to be the video game version of that. That's going to be the video <laughs> game industry's version. Oh. I still have to watch the remakes of that. Everybody says they're good. <laughs> I haven't, I haven't the remakes of what? Evangelion, the oh God, 1.1 and the 2.2 and the 3.2. They're, they're crazy good. I mean, it changes everything, and quickly. Like the first episode, the first one, like it's like it's a recap mash of the story, and then by the end, by the end of the second one, you're like, what? You know? so, like, so in other words, you're saying I should should endeavor to find those and. Oh yeah, them. yeah, totally worth it. Especially the Blu-rays on them, they look amazing. Nice. Like the animation is just. Freaking fantastic! Yeah. Speaking of other media, um, anyone who is even a remote fan of uh, no. Firefly slash Serenity. Here we go. Sorry, it took me a while to find it. Without there it is. Right there. Nice. Uh, anyone who is even remotely a fan of Firefly or Serenity would be doing themselves a disservice after this uh, six-issue miniseries, Leaf on the Wind, is done in not finding the trade. Ouch. If this is an amazing addition to the storyline, and uh, you know it's got you know it's a Whedon brother, uh, of which I found out there's actually five, but only three of them are in TV. Along, but it's a third generation thing. Their grand, their dad and their grandpa were both writers for TV. Um, so uh, 
it's the youngest brother, Zach. Uh, he's writing it, but he's nailing the characters, he's nailing the environments, he's nailing the situations. But is he nailing Kaylee? hey oh hi Well, maybe on the side, who knows? She is an info. Um, so, uh, yeah, uh, it's it's uh, issue five comes out this week, came out today, actually. I haven't gotten it yet, so uh, I can't say exactly, but uh, only one more issue left, and there at this point is no plan for an ongoing, if they're going to keep on doing this, a la Ultimates as continuous miniseries, or if they're, and there's absolutely no commitment um, from Dark Horse at this point in doing a continuing series. But they are losing a major sci-fi franchise sometime here in the not terribly distant future, so... Hmm? So one of the other things uh, that's a great segue, talking about disservice to Firefly, um, there's a new TNT television show called like The Last Boat or something like that. Ridiculous. It's about a zombie outbreak and there's only one U.S. Oh, aircraft. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And the the lead character looks like he couldn't act his way out of a paper bag. <laughs> paper mache bag. Yeah, paper mache yeah. bag. Um, and I was. I was like, this is so bad. And then who pops up but Adam Baldwin Jane <laughs> as one of the characters on the ship. And I'm like, oh, uh, my God. He must be hurting for money. I'm sorry. You're such a good Superman voice on DCUO. I'm just sorry to see you have to take these jobs, man. I, honestly, I thought his cameo in Castle was really bad. So I figured yeah, I at that it was point... Really good. I thought that I thought really was awesome. I thought I it was really fine in that. I, th- I thought the interaction you're between him and... the Fillion. only person who thinks it's bad. You have a grudge against Autumn, Adam Baldwin. I don't know what yes, it is. It was Jane. It was Jane from Firefly. It, it was... was. Yeah, okay. if, if he all lived right. in this century, yes, I agree. Hard. Yeah. Yeah, all right. I, yeah. yeah. He would have been the dirty cop. Yeah, he would have been, been the dirty cop. He would have. You're right. Okay, I didn't look at it that way. That does make me look at it a bit differently. How but. could you not look at it? Th- I don't that's know. The only, that's the only way I that was, I saw it, man. The only way I, I saw it too. I'm, I'm, you know me. I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I didn't, I didn't. It didn't meet. I don't know what my expectation was at the time, and I still don't know what my expectation was. But it didn't meet it. Maybe they just didn't hop in a spaceship and fly off into space. So maybe that's. You know, <laughs> I don't know. But uh, you know they they have he has alluded to that Joss Whedon show more than once throughout the series, so uh, space cowboy costume in the first season, so and several other times. But anyway, um, anybody have any other news stories for this fine episode? Uh, do we want to plug our eventual Days of Future Past? Yes, so next Monday uh, we will be doing a Days of Future Past spoiler cast um, because Dave is taking forever to watch the movie. We're going to see it tomorrow. This time. I'm going to see it tomorrow uh, with my nephew. Oh, so. well, then maybe we should... Yeah, but you don't like doing it. Yeah, all right, so we'll plan on Monday. Well, um, yeah, it's not happening the weekend, sorry. Yeah. Uh, I, I will go so far in, out on a limb to say probably the best two and a half minutes of... A superpower ever utilized in this, in the genre. Oh my gosh! Yeah, I want to spoil something so. No, bad. don't, don't, don't. It's, yeah, don't. Let me, let me enjoy. You do this. it on the spoiler cast on Monday. Okay, it's hilarious. I have a friend that I always go see. My partner in crime for all superhero movies is actually like he just no. He said he's not saying it. 
And I just want to say a line. No, no, no. You need to make him reconsider. Because Uh, I went in with... I don't think my expectations could be any lower. Yeah. And this was a... Like, if I was going to score it out of 10, I would say it's an 8 to 8.5 out of 10. I'm I'm hearing nothing but good stuff about it from everybody that's seen it. Like, even Jaden... And and I'm not joking. I literally think the best two and a half minutes of the use of a superpower in any superhero movie ever. And there were actually more than one. There was a couple of them in there where, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. I so, think he's. I think my friend's hinging it upon that the fact that there was a cameo of Famke Jansen, <laughs> and he's still bitter of her casting as Jean Grey. Oh. So. Yeah, we'll have lots to discuss in the spoiler cast. <laughs> oh, come hey, on. Nobody, nobody cares. They've ruined that character so bad after the third movie. Um, so well, anything, anything that... It, it, God, I don't... It's do, not do, 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 do. Just play it off. Just play it off. Yeah, we'll talk about it on the spoiler cast next Monday. And other than that, other housekeeping items... Uh, Turo, if somebody wants to, so hard. if somebody wants to follow you on uh, Xbox, what would they put in? For your game uh, Tude Monkey, yeah, Tude, Tude Monkey, yeah, T E U D M U N K I, which Same is also your Twitter. PSN, right? Yeah, yeah, it is. Okay, uh, Dave, if they want to follow you on um, social media and or friend you on the PlayStation Network, T uh, Bird. And Matt? Yeah, if you don't know by now, come on, really. Oh, no, uh, pretty much everything It's Neo Sapien. So uh, Twitter, PSN, uh, yeah, those are the only two I can think of at the moment. <laughs> but uh, I almost never tweet, so really don't look for anything there. Yeah, I need to probably set up a Twitter for this show. Um, but yeah, it was, uh, I, I probably should start doing that. Um, let's see. And then, uh, oh yeah, also on Twitch, um, I'm trying to broadcast, but like, I haven't barely played games the last two weeks. It's been ridiculous. Actually, like month. And I'll have even less time to play because we are launching Gamer Ledge's music site. Yay! Um, so look for more content to be coming from that in the coming weeks. Uh, I fully expect you to talk in that voice on on the music podcast. I'm just saying. Yeah, please do. If we ever get to having a music podcast, I will do the whole thing like this. Or with a helium tank next to me. (laughs) And and Uh, our our, our new contributor to the site will show up exactly once and then never come back. (laughs) If if, if pattern holds true, this is is true. Uh, But we do have another contributing editor who's looking to come on in. Uh, He's got some uh, work stuff going on right now, though, so it may may be a bit of a delay. Uh, And... Fingers crossed, I'm going to actually say it again, so fingers crossed it happens this time, but we are, are tentatively going to be having a live cast on Sunday at about 12.45 Central with a band. Uh, if you saw the post that went up today, uh, either on Facebook or on the site, it is a group uh, called Idyllic Descent. They are out of Central Florida, and they uh, heavily 90s-influenced uh more rock, a little bit alternative, uh, and they've uh, they've got a five-track EP out. You can get it on Google Play, Amazon, 
I'm forgetting one. Oh yeah, that 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 uh, Macintosh owned fiefdom. Uh, iTunes, spit it out. And then, <laughs> and then uh, also they, uh, if you lo- if you're familiar with Reverb Nation, uh, that's where they have their homepage. Just uh, oh, wow. for idyllic descent, and they've got three tracks on there as a as a sampler. Three of the five. Uh, personally, my favorite is the missing. So I'm I'm trying to talk them into playing that on the interview, but I don't know if I'll get it or not. So uh, look for that uh, again. That'll be this Sunday tentatively, which is the what the one. I think it's the the month of June, if I recall correctly. Uh, so yeah, and uh, we should be doing a weekly post at least to start out with, and uh, we'll see what else we can get going over time. And and I know I know Burgundy's got some musical interests, so maybe we can actually get him to write about music since we can't get him to write about games. Hmm. Yeah, I doubt it. <laughs> I don't know. His love for Mike Dotty might might actually get him uh, out of his writer slump. His uh, new project was fully funded. I'm going to be in the liner notes of that again. Um, yeah, other than that, uh, if you want to follow me on PSN, it's Balt. If you want to uh, follow the site on Twitter, it's Balt99. Uh, on uh, Facebook, it's facebook.com slash gamersledge. On YouTube, it is youtube.com slash Balt on PSN. And then last but not least, on Twitch, it is twitch.tv slash vault99. Please do check us out. Like, subscribe to our videos. Um, Until next week, play Watch Dogs, and we'll take your questions, and we'll be answering more reader mail next week. Until then, game on. Game on. Game on.